everybody, Dave and Jeff, it is April 14th, 2021. I got to tell you something. Yeah. Which part? I'm dying to know what direction you're going. Oh, there'll be a thousand ways we can go. But unfortunately, we have to start on a sad note. We're watching uh, Dodger baseball here. Big fucking shock. Well, sorry. Dodger game's over. Yeah, I know. How'd it go? Not well. (laughs) But I got to tell you something, Dave. We're watching it. And uh, I've gotten really accustomed to watching Dodger games and seeing that little narrow-ass Larry King behind home plate. (laughs) And not seeing Larry. I loved it. You'd be like, look at Larry just hanging out there, right? He always kind of had like a ski vest on. Yeah. And just hanging out, looking like he was having a great time. You go, shit, man, that sucks. Because with fans back in, right, last year it was nothing but – Cutouts, including my man Jake, right yeah. next to me. But to see fans there and not see uh, Larry behind home plate, like, fuck, that kind of sucks. You know what I'm kind of curious about? Uh, you made a good point. Is I saw Mary Hart there the other day. And, I like her. <sighs> yeah, she, she got a little crazy last year. But anyway. <laughs> but, yeah. But the people behind home plate, you think, well, it's, it's the same thing for COVID. Like, do they rotate the people behind home plate on who's allowed to go? Because... Where we're looking right now with that Arco sign is, that's mm-hmm. where Mary Hart sits. Well, she's out because you have to – I think you rotate the people in the front row who have they, the money, obviously. They said it today. Eric Gruppner said it today when he wasn't announcing the very exciting giveaways for this weekend. But Black just got tossed. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Uh, Gruppner said that now with things that have changed and you're able to get up to 33% capacity – the ones who are going to benefit the most are the season ticket holders as they get them closer and closer to where their regular seats are. Oh, cool. That, that's yeah. a good deal. Right. So, and then by June 15th, it's so funny watching Bud yell at him from a thousand <laughs> yards away because he can't go up to the plate. Listen, I'm really angry. Keep walking, Harry. Uh, but by June 15th, when a uh, haircut opens everything up, then everybody will be back in. But for for right now, that's what they're going to try to do. And I'm joking because, look, it what we've seen the last two nights, especially yesterday, was so incredibly frustrating after winning four in a row and having the Joe Musgrove no-hitter. Just seeing what happened last night with Blake Snell and how fucking awful that team was. But you go, all right, of course, why Baseball, it happens. Yeah. And then you come back tonight. Musgrove's coming back after the no-hitter. He was, man, he was just, he wasn't in a rhythm. You could see, right? Just felt different. We all figured that. But didn't pitch bad. Only gave up one run through four. But, Dave, I sat there and and watched that game, and I go, you know who A.J. probably must feel like right now? He must feel like me. After every fantasy football draft I've done for the last 20 years, (laughs) and probably a lot of you know exactly what I'm going to say, where you build a roster and you feel so great, yeah, and you're like, I'm going to win this fucking league. Yep. And then Tommy Pham comes up again and is complete fucking shit, (laughs) like every running back I've drafted in the last 10 years. Then you bring guys out of the bullpen. And they look like every fucking defense I've drafted in the last 10 years where they're just a complete fucking sieve. (laughs) And you're just like, shit, shit. And it's just, it's the stupidest cliche. It's why anybody who ever says it, hey, yikes, say every now and then. Hey, that's why you got to play them. 
Yeah, okay. We fucking get it, all right? That's why you got to play him. But goddamn, it just, I get it. It's two fucking games. But Mud and Don said it tonight, man. These are the games you have to win against these teams. Yes. And Mud said, even if last night gets away from you, you got to take three out of four from the Pirates, especially with the Dodgers coming in. Now, they, they may go into this weekend and kick the shit out of the Dodgers, and then you go, what the hell do we all know, right? It's crazy. But, man, that's tough. Those are just tough back-to-back losses. Can't hit with runners in scoring position. No. I mean, holy shit, that team. Okay, so here's the deal. They they swept the Rangers, which you're supposed to do. I mean, the Rangers are arguably the worst team in the American League, so you take care of business. That's what you're supposed yep. to do. You're absolutely right. Three out of four minimum against the Pirates. You have Darvish to comes out, pitches his ass off yep. on Monday. Look great. Snell was one of those where he either didn't have it or had a horrible relationship with the catcher yesterday. Yeah, he where is Nola, by the way? It's been two fucking weeks. They had talked about him coming back on opening day. I get it, man. I'm not. I'm not yeah. I'm I not mean, honestly, God, a catcher makes all the difference in the world to these pitchers, and they know it too. Like when Snell was pissed and he, the Adams, you know, screaming and throwing his frustration in the dugout. Yeah. I don't know how much that was to the catcher, if it was at all, or at the same time, was it himself? Was who, who, who was he? Who was he upset with? What was so unique about him coming out was he came out right before the pitcher was going to bet. Like you think oh, of yeah, here's weird. a here's a gimme. Yeah. This is the one. And also you go, okay, do you give them a chance? Because they aren't going to sit there and fast track them at this point in the season to pitch against the Dodgers on Friday. They're just going to face the Dodgers anyway on Sunday. Yeah. But you go, it's, it, it's an old saying. It's a marathon, not a sprint when you talk about these long seasons. But a chance to work out of it. You're already there. You already blew your week start. So yeah. why don't you sit there and try and work out of it? I mean, you saw what the Pirates have. I've never seen in my life, honest to God, forget about the final score. I've never seen a game of a major league team that was like that where they literally gave the Padres what's equivalent of 17 hits. Yeah. With all those walks and hit batters, <laughs> yeah. that's 17 freebies. Walks. Yeah, 13 walks and three guys uh, hit. Uh, was it three or four? I thought, I thought, I thought it, okay, I thought it three, came out, the total came out to 17. Either way, I'm like, holy fuck. And then you yeah. go, well, the, the score doesn't seem to make any sense. And yeah. you just go, left, runners left on. Wood said something. I text him because I know it, you and I have worked for the flagship. It, you got to yeah, be the company guy. Sure. But he said it straight out. He goes, they're winning games, but they aren't playing winning baseball, is, is kind of what he said. Mm. And they could be playing better. And he's right. You don't leave that yeah. many runners on. Good teams don't do what they did right. against the Pirates yesterday and then, of course, again today. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't catch jack shit. I walked in the door five minutes ago. So for them to lose, and the best you're hoping for right now is 2-2, two and two, it, it's a little frustrating. And you can go, oh, maybe they're looking forward to the Dodgers. Look, the Dodgers are coming no matter what. So you take care of business now. Yeah, I don't I don't buy into that. I just don't. You and I have been around yeah. this game a long time. I uh, I think there's a couple of things. I think if I'm Blake Snell, I'm wondering how the fuck Darvish and how the fuck Musgrove get Caratini. Yeah. And I got Smokey Joe back there behind the plate, right? 100%. And I'm like, if you want to fucking develop Camposano, then let him fucking develop with Morihone and Paddock. Yeah. But for right now, while I'm part of the top three, I want our number one guy. I'm a Cy Young Order winner. I deserve it. Yeah. I want our number one guy. Yeah. I want the guy back there that they call the scientist. I don't want to be the guy fucking going through it. And again, Nola will be back at some point, right? I, I mean, they had talked that he'd be ready for opening day. Well, fuck, that's two weeks ago tomorrow. 
So I think that's a part of it, Dave. And I, I love Snell's approach that he is always team first. He was team first on opening week when they pulled him out of four and two yep. fucking thirds or whatever that stupid shit was. He didn't say shit then. But boy, if I'm him, I got to be a little pissed by some of the decisions yep. that are being made by Tingler, by Preller, by combination or what. Because give the guy the best fucking opportunity to win. And I don't think it's with Camposano right now behind the plate. I don't think there's a, a Padre player or fan that would think it's Camposano right now over Carantini. When Caratini catches, it looks different. Now, I get the point, too, that Caratini is not a guy that's 150 games behind home plate. He well, just, he's no. well-rested. How's that? Yeah. 27, and he sat there and, and clapped for Wilson Contreras for years. Yeah, but they're just saying they're getting him there, too. But shit, man. Catch three, take two. I, I, You got to fucking get that guy in with Snell. I think you owe it to Snell. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Camposano's been behind the plate for at least two of his starts, if not all yeah. three. So as as we, we talked about, you mentioned Fam. Do you have any idea what Fam's doing right now? Uh hey, oh, I'll tell you exactly what he, Dave, I'll tell you what he's doing. He's in the weight room <laughs> and he's watching video. And this son of a gun, my gosh. Hey, he's not fucking hitting. No. Doing anything you want on the planet. But he can't fucking hit. <clears throat> and I don't know what it is there too, Dave. Because with Fam, you look at what he did with the Rays. You look at what he did with the Cardinals, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I guarantee he. this is what you say every time when you're on that flagship station. And I heard it tonight driving down. Hey, you talk to Tommy Fam. He's going to be the first guy to tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm scuffling. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> is that right? That's what he's going to tell me? Hey, Tommy, what's up? Well, I, I appreciate you asking. I'm scuffling, kid. Oh, fuck. Come on. Hang in there, chin up. But. Oh, my God. Right now, he, he went he went one for three today. Okay, knocked in a run. But he was hitting 143. So, he raised his average today. At the yeah. same time, you look at your big Joe Musgrove hitting 250. Had the yeah. same amount of hits today as Tommy. I I mean, don't you figure Tatis will be back at some point. I, over okay, the I'm here on Friday. Are yeah. you here on Friday? Yeah. Okay, that's what they're saying on the Dodger broadcast. The Bellinger and Tatis are coming back for this weekend. Okay, so here's my play right here immediately. If Tatis is back on Friday, then Tatis is at short, Kim's at second, and Cronenworth is in left. And I get it, fam the fuck out of that lineup immediately. Okay. Well, hold on. What about what about Profar? Are you done with Profar? You know what? I'm going to tell you this, you fuck. Because okay. I know exactly. You don't like my questions. No, I don't. I don't like your little fucking questions. Okay. It's my fault they're losing a pitch. No, you want to know what it is? Because I know how you fucking operate, you little snake in the grass. Go ahead. What you're getting at is you want me to acknowledge that you might have been right when you said they should have chased. Now, I don't know what he's hitting. <laughs> uh, Jock Peterson sucks yeah, right motherfucker. now. motherfucker. It's is all right. He? Yeah, right now he's struggling. Everyone on that Cubs team sucks. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's <clears throat> there's a part. I mean, Profar is at first for the final out of the no-hitter. That's cool. He'll always be in that clip. But uh, I don't know, Dave. I mean, what what are we, 15 games in? Yeah. We're not even 15 games in, right? 13. Aren't they 8-5? and five? Yeah, 13. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm done with Profar as an everyday guy. But, I, I, I mean, he's filling in, right? Injuries he's are the 275. He's, he's not playing bad. 
All right. It's not terrible. Peterson's hitting one fucking 08. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Profar. Jesus. My apologies. Honestly, God, that Cubs team is terrible. Lost again today, 7 nothing. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, I would put Cronenworth in left. Yeah. I would put Dave, you got to watch this home run. Watch this guy. Watch what happens here. Guy catches it, nachos uh, all over him. Did he get the ball? I got the ball. Yeah, look, look at his sweatshirt. Jesus Christ. Got the Dodger game. Who hit it? I didn't even see it. Uh, Turner. Okay. Look at his ball. It's ruined. It's covered in nacho cheese. <laughs> idiot you gonna, Dodger fan. Yeah, you're going to put that on the fucking shelf? And his girlfriend just continues to eat it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, sorry, it's a problem when we have a game on and we're doing this, but it's pretty funny. You don't see that. The home run hit directly in the nachos and they exploded like fireworks. I guarantee you guys have all seen it. But Dave and I are watching it live, and it was pretty pretty funny. That would have been a move that would have happened to us. But, yeah, put Cronenworth in left. I, I just – I don't know what you do with fam, right? Yeah. Are you, so you're sold on Kim. You like what Kim's starting to show you is what you're telling me. Yeah, he's getting there. Yeah. He, well, he will get there. Eventually, he will get there. He'll get used to it. Watch this guy, Dave. Bang! He whiffed on the catch, and it exploded. My goodness. My goodness. You can do that again if you tried. Yeah, you can hold it up there, kid, like you're a big winner until everybody looks at your jacket and realizes you're a big dork. (laughs) (laughs) That Turner should get, like, a a free suit. Yeah, no shit. No shit. uh, It's all over his face. This kid's a wreck. (laughs) God, his poor parents. (laughs) My God, he's just sitting there with his jacket on. Does he even know? Now he's recognizing (laughs) He just watched this thing. God, it went right through his hands. The guy should have been wide receiver for the Chargers. What a perfect play for the Chargers. That's awesome. Oh, that's funny, man. That That is too good. Um, all right, so here, here's the deal. You have the Padres will wrap up that series tomorrow morning. Okay, uh-huh. They got to they split. I mean, you got to split with fucking Pittsburgh. Well, let's before you even go further, tomorrow you have Paddock on the mound. Oh, shit. So last night, after Darvish went seven yeah. and gave you exactly what you needed, Snell doesn't get out of the first, and then Musgrove tonight goes four. So your bullpen has had to go pretty heavy the last yeah, two days. Yeah, you were just saying two days ago, we can't do. What do you need on a Paddock tomorrow to make sure that, I mean, look, Pomerantz, Pagan, Melanson, those guys have had a couple of days off, so yeah. they're all fine, right? But what do you need tomorrow out of the sheriff to have any kind of uh, any kind of semblance of getting a win? Because that pirate seems walking tall tonight, yeah, man. No shit. You want, you want, obviously, minimum six. You want some kind of breathing room, right? You got to, right? You want minimum six. It would be great if he could find it tomorrow. How big would it be seven. for his confidence, Dave, too, as a guy who's been rattled, right? Yeah, I mean, fuck, the, the team straight out needs it. I mean, we talked about this. They don't have a day off. I don't think we – last time I look, I think it was April 29th. Like something crazy where they, they got to keep going and going and going. So you got to at some point find rest for this bullpen. We know that Weathers is going to pitch on Friday against Bueller. And okay. so you don't expect him to go seven. You yeah. know, you're, you're hoping that he can give you four or five. And then it's supposed to be a bullpen day basically on Friday. And then you got to go, you know, Saturday and go, well, you know, Darvish is going to give you innings, right? Yeah. And then you're thinking Snell gives you five. Yeah. He should be back. I think for tomorrow, Dave. Tomorrow, to me, is probably the most pivotal game for Paddock all year. Yeah, I think. Well, t- 
for you, especially you're the guy holding the axe. I am. Because tomorrow, knowing what you do, it's a it's a perfect storm for him to get it together. Yeah. You're playing a Pirates team that looks like the Pirates team of 79 the last two days, <laughs> but they're not. So your bullpen is roughed up. You could send your team into an incredibly important early series with a shitload of momentum. Yeah. And you could get the weight of the world off of your shoulders by going out and just being who you were. But if you go out and you fuck this up, hey, buddy, Southwest <laughs> is in Terminal 1. Have fun. You're on the first fucking shuttle out of here. Out of here. And get that little fucking noodle arm Mackenzie Gore up here <laughs> tomorrow. You said it. Two weeks is all you were giving him. That's it, man. Two weeks. That's it. Does he take his brother with him? I See, I don't follow any of those, so oh. I don't see anything. Yeah. No, his brother's is, is Still? big defense. Oh, yes. I yes. don't know. All I knew is that when we were at somewhere, where the fuck were we? I guess at Extra. And his dad started reaching out. We thought, oh, that's the coolest thing. And then you find out, fuck, I know him better than his dad knows him, and I don't know him at all. <laughs> but I think, man, Dave, it could be huge for this team. It could be huge for Paddock. Yeah. To go out, be effective, get the win, give your bullpen a chance to to rejuvenate a little bit, getting ready for the Dodgers. Shit, man, you come home, 30,000, you increase capacity, and uh, it, it could be really, really good. So but you go out and you go three innings tomorrow, that's it. I've seen enough. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How do you say, oh, my gosh? No, they're, you're they're, right. I hope it doesn't happen. Team. Honestly, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope I, the guy's I, able to pull through and beat a team like the fucking Pirates. Listen, man, it's a results-driven business, yeah. and you don't owe anybody shit. I think he's beaten one quality team his entire career. That's it. He, he's always gotten lit up against all the good teams. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know the fucker or anything. Get him in a headlock, give him a haircut. Get fucking cut, right? <laughs> no. It sucks because we've all cheered for him and we want him to be great. But, dude, you can't, you just, this isn't the team of five years ago where he's going to get 20 starts in the hope of trying to figure it out. Fuck that. No, no, you're right. You can't do that. Not this year. This is a this is a team built on winners. Yeah. You can't sit there and have a, carry a guy around just because he's a nice guy. And I tell you what, I did like the move that they announced that they're not going to try to rush Lamette back. That, That's that a Lamette, smart move. Yeah, that Lamette right now may be next week against the Brewers, or it could be a little further back. It's a smarter play. Dude, I'll be honest with you. I'm shocked in general that he might pitch it all this year. Like, I completely did not think he was going to throw it all in 2021. I didn't think he had a chance. I thought surgery was only going to be that option. I mean, it just Well, he hasn't pitched yet. Yeah, and I mean, I hope he doesn't fucking end up pulling a Clevenger where, hey, I'm going to do it, and then I'll see you know I need the surgery, and I'll see you guys hopefully next May. Yeah. Uh, It's a little different third baseman than Arenado over there for Colorado. (laughs) A little bit of a drop-off, sorry. Like a guy grabs it one-handed and just throws. Looked like it took about a half hour to get over there. You're like, oh, a little change for Rockies fans this year. Enjoy that, Ello. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I love just I, just so goddamn fun to have it baseball back, right? I, I, I love it. I honestly completely love it. Tonight there was another no-hitter, as people know, by the yeah. time they hear this show. And, and it was almost a perfect game. Were you following on the radio? Because when you walked in, you seemed to know what was going on. I did, and I'll give credit to our pal Crisello, uh, who said I was listening to the post-game show, and he and Coach were pretty funny. And he said uh, Radon was trying to eclipse 
what Musgrove had done because he was perfect through eight. And so I have Sirius XM in my car. It was pretty easy to find uh, Lenny Casper yeah. calling the game on ESPN 1000. So, yeah, I heard it. Gets a nailer on an incredible play at first yep. by Abreu and then uh, hits the next guy. Yep. And then hits him uh, in the foot. Hits him in the foot. And uh, it sucked, man, because dude, right? I mean, as, as the batter did what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to wear it. Yeah. But I mean, it was one of those where if he just raises his left foot, you know, just moves yeah. it for an inch, he's fine. But it did, he did what you're supposed to do. I mean, if it was yeah. a Padre that had ben a, Davis. Th- th- yeah. I mean, you would go and did what are you fucking doing? You, you wear it. Take yeah. it right in the foot, dickhead. Yeah. And they said, I didn't see you were watching. I was driving over. But they said Radon was laughing. Yeah. Like chirping at him, but yeah. just laughing like fucking took it. But then he gets. uh Gets the next two guys and gets the no hitter. Twentieth yeah. in White Sox history. Isn't that's that incredible? Amazing. Yeah, that is. That's that's nuts. That's fucking crazy. But it yeah. does seem like the White Sox do it all the time, though. It is. Wilbur Wood. <laughs> I was trying. I was telling Josh. He's like, what? <laughs> Lamar Hoyt. I was trying to think about different guys we've seen. Mark Burley. Burley yeah. had the perfect game, right? I mean, there's a bunch of guys that. It was like great, and usually as as, and it didn't really happen in the Musgrove game. There's always like one defensive play that stands out, like oh my god, you know? Yeah. And and shows you how well Musgrove was pitching that they didn't need that. But remember yeah. in the in the Burley game, it was that crazy yes, catch in, in center, center field. field. That was that was fucking nuts. It, that wasn't one dog. Who was it? It was uh, fuck. I could tell you the guy's jersey number is thirty one. I can't remember his name. Uh, lefty outfielder. Fuck. He, he made an unbelievable. Play. It was it was just it was crazy. It was like one of the best catches you'll see in your life. Well, and watching that game and Hawk Harrelson just going yeah. crazy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have one complaint. Okay. And I try not to do this, but holy fuck, man! If the pods want to be major league, you gotta be fucking major league. So they, I love the idea that they came out a couple of months ago and they announced that, hey, if you're a season ticket holder yeah, and you don't sell your tickets to a Dodger fan or give them away to a Dodger fan, you know who I'm talking to. Who? Oh, they know who I'm talking to. Disgusted. Uh, that, hey, if you hang on to your tickets... We're going to do a bunch of cool things for the season ticket holders. So you go, man, that's really great. What are they going to do? Well, they announced it tonight. If you're the one who hung on to your tickets and didn't sell them for 200 bucks a pop on StubHub, here's some of the excitement that you can look forward to this weekend. If you're there Friday night, but it's hard to say without getting emotional, everybody walking in gets a pair of fryer sticks. <laughs> What are fire sticks? Dave, they're very similar to thunder sticks. <laughs> you know, what the fuck is that? About 18 cents each? You just cost me 350 bucks a ticket <laughs> for two 18-cent piece of plastic that I'm going to give myself a slurpy headache when I got to blow them both up? Fuck! What do I get Saturday? I'm glad you asked. What do you get? If you come in, you get a very popular... Padres brown and gold hoodie. Well, it's more like a long sleeve T-shirt. And who wants a long sleeve T-shirt with a hood? Who, who's the sponsor? Oh, it's probably uh, Corky's. Yeah. Do you want a hood, hoodie that says Corky's on it? <laughs> yes. People think how right. Yeah. How long have you been working at Corky's? Yeah, it's great. What a nice employee giveaway. No, I got it because I didn't sell my tickets for four hundred bucks a pop. <laughs> my team loves me. Gave me a long sleeve T-shirt like the one you get at. Uh, 
fucking old town. Is that one of those deals where you go, what the hell are we doing? Why do we have this disclaimer about not selling tickets? I mean. Yeah. Why do you even do it? Wait, hang on. You haven't even missed the best one. Okay. And then if you get out there Sunday and man, oh man, you thought the excitement ended with the matchup of Snell and Bauer. Well, guess what? You're wrong. Because, yeah, that's good. But when you walk through the gates, everybody in attendance is going to get the incredibly popular Padre player and puppy calendar. Fuck me. (laughs) I go, what? What the fuck are we doing? Like the Lake Elsinore storm is like, come on. Are we even going to race the rabbit or do anything fun? Fuck are we doing? Like you said, Dave. If those just ended up being the giveaways and it was promotion, all right. But it was this big stick-out-your-chest moment that, hey, we're we're going to add a little wink-wink incentive for any of you season ticket holders that oh hang on. God. And what we basically did is when Wayne Partello left, we said, Wayne, what the fuck do you have in your garage? <laughs> and Wayne said, I got 97 boxes of fucking calendars. We'll take them. Some of these hoodies. Probably say David Bednar on them. We'll take them. <laughs> and the world-famous fryer sticks. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> right? Do you even have to give anything away? I mean, it's the fucking Dodgers. You know, right? Everyone that could possibly go is going to go. Like, yeah, why, don't you, why don't you just save your breath? Well, like, I didn't know what they were going to give away. I mean, I'm not saying they were going to give you each a gold coin when you walked in. Uh, I'm trying to think, what is the coolest thing you ever got? Oh, like, from there? Yeah, from a Padre game. Like, you know, I used to always think this was a big fireworks and yeah. and beach towel kind of town. Yeah. Uh, what I liked, they did these a couple of different times, and I thought they were kind of cool. They did one for Trevor, and I feel like they did one for Jerry. Now, they called it a coffee table book, which is a little bit of a reach. What it felt like was pretty similar to the yearbook we all got in fourth grade, where it had the hard cover, and then it had about nine pages inside, right? But those were kind of cool. Those those little books that they yeah. gave away, right? But honestly, I, I dude, the one that would have been great last year, and a buddy of mine, my buddy Chris Carlin got one somehow. I don't know how. I had tickets for the night. They were giving away, like, uh, the old school fleece, like a blanket. It was oh, like yeah. a brown That's blanket right. with the Padres in gold. And Carlin has one. They're really fucking cool. They're really cool. That would have been great last year. So, I don't know. I'm sure uh, maybe later this year or next year when they can do a full promotional schedule, right? The marketing guy that came in and came from Disney. Oh yeah. Sure. So you got to right. think that they'll be good, Dave. You know, it'll be great next year. Is it's crazy to think, but next year will be the 24th anniversary of the '98 team. So <laughs> goddamn, oh, I can't wait. Is Dan Maselli going to show up? He played shortstop number 10, Chris Gomez. He caught two games in the National League Divisional Series. Welcome home, San Diego, John Flaherty. Fucking place. God damn it. Can we just fucking try for two days to not be Mayberry by the fucking sea? Please? Fan favorite back in the building. Everybody on your feet. Arky Sinfraco. Arky won't show up. 
Archie lives for that shit. He was very effective coming out of the bullpen for the fifth inning in game four against who the fuck remembers? Scott Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Pitching coach, because he had nowhere else to be. We charged him $27 to get in parking. Dan Wathen. (laughs) That is name. Who was the pitching coach? Dave Stewart was the pitching coach in 98. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here, Dan. (laughs) You pitched in 96. (laughs) You know which one is sad is that 84 Padre team. Because there's nobody around. I mean, you realize how many people are missing. It's just fucking so depressing. Everybody stand. Remove your hats as we have a moment of silence for the 21 people no longer with us from 84. Dude, you weren't kidding. Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. Fucking even Norm Sherry dropped dead a couple months ago. God damn. Godspeed, Norm. (laughs) Oh, you're a dick, man. (laughs) You said he dropped. Oh, my God. Dwayne Wise, by the way, is the center fielder that caught that fucking ball going all the way back to the the White Sox. All right, so here we go. I got a couple things right here people people wrote in about. All right. Let's hear it. I get the... You don't seem real excited to hear. Of course, they're all directed at you. That's why I'm bringing them up. Okay, these are the things people um, pointed out, okay? People lost their shit, okay, I'll say. When you told Jesse Agler that he needs to put that call on a CD, and this is the overwhelming response, does Jeff realize that everything is digital now and that that maybe his calls are already in the fucking cloud? It's not the same. So you fucker. What do you mean it's not the same? All right, let me tell you this. How's it going to sound different on your computer from a CD to just playing it on your computer? Let me tell you this, you fucking idiot. Since none of you know jack shit, because you sit around all fucking day waiting for the Amazon driver to drop off your fucking package while I'm out there living my life. <laughs> you know how we made a difference at 760 KFMB, Dave? You want to know how we made a fucking difference? No, you don't know, because we don't okay, let you fucking ahead. participate. Whenever there was a big play, whether it was a game-winning home run, uh, whatever, great defensive play, anything else, we would have that fucking play burned onto a CD. Then I would go down to the Padre Clubhouse, do this probably once every two, three weeks, and I would make my rounds. Yes. And I would go to the different guys I just mentioned it. Chris Gomez. Hey, Chris. And they always thought you were fucking asking for something. Yeah. Did you call him Chris or did you call him Gomi? I didn't fucking. I didn't say Gomi, Hoffy, Cammy, Vonnie. And they go, yeah. I go, hey, man. Remember a couple of weeks ago, the game against the Marlins, you make that play? Yeah, of course I remember it. Well, this is just a little something from your pals at KFMB. I bet your mom and dad would dig this. You go, well, what is it? I go, here's the CD, the entire setup, the entire call, the whole thing. Enjoy it, man. Dude, they fucking freaked out. Players yeah. freaked out. That was it. You didn't ask for anything. You didn't say shit. You bring it around. Home runs, defensive calls, the whole thing. And it got to a certain point in those series, 95, 96, 97, when we were doing that. That they would, exp- they kind of saw you coming, and you were kind of like the mailman. And I had a handful of guys say, "Fuck, man, that's really cool." And then we left, and they all got fucking lazy. How about this? <laughs> How about this, you fucks? 
how about you get a fucking job where people are actually interested in your oh level? Oh, my gosh. Any one of you. And how about you, just because I brought you in to the oh conversation, gosh. didn't mean I asked for your fucking opinion. All right. I'm just telling you. That's what was written on our little Patreon Nobody page. cares. Oh, my God. Nobody cares what any of you fuckers think. Just make sure the five dollars clears. Oh my god! <laughs> it, just so you know, that doesn't that doesn't always work well going that route. Oh shit! I know. Probably telling people nobody cares and calling <laughs> little fuckers doesn't exactly put money in your pocket. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Remember, it wasn't that long ago. I was suffering during a worldwide yes. pandemic, and I may still have some lingering effects. My apologies to all of you, but you can all still fuck your fist. Oh. Agler knows what he's doing. Go ahead. What's next on your fucking list? All right. Well, this one's not not telling you where they lost their shit, but people are curious. All okay. Right? Let Pe- me hear this. People are saying, okay, we've heard you say on the air, meaning you, that you're in the market for a new car. Yes. Do you know what you're looking at? So funny they asked. <laughs> I had this conversation last night. Um, I don't exactly. My ex-wife had a Honda CRV. And I drove that car a lot because we would drive it to um, Monterey or Palm Springs. And I loved it. But uh, I saw right now, because I, I drive too much. I can't lease a car. I just yeah. I fucking drive 900,000 miles a year. So I saw a deal right now where Honda has 0% APR for like a four-year. But I think that's like a $30,000, $32,000 car. And I don't think I'm going quite that high. So uh, why? Did anybody have a suggestion? No. This, for some reason, that was I asked. like it. You I appreciate them it, asking. You mentioned it twice is what that they said. That is very nice of you, and I appreciate you asking. So if anybody, I, and all kidding aside, Dave, I need advice on two things from people. Yeah, they brought him new hoodies. This fucking guy is such a loser. <laughs> Dude, the Dodgers took care of him. Jeff's talking about the nacho guy. Yeah. Like, I mean... His girlfriend. It's like just, a seventy-five dollar hoodie they gave him because nice. there's nachos all over his jacket. They aren't making a trade. You think the Dodgers want the other one in return? <laughs> no, they're like, dude, get this thing yeah, off. Go it's, wash your hands. Look at his cheese all over his hands. So dirty. It was ten minutes ago. Where's he from? <laughs> um, no, I appreciate everybody asking, and even though you're completely wrong on the CD, and like I said to Agler, and I pointed out the other night, I said to Agler. Who fucking knows? It'll probably be like a beta tape, right? In 20 years when your kids can play it. But have some record of the entire thing, especially the first one. He loved it. Um, I need that. Anybody who's got car things, I'm not not getting an Audi. An Audi? Audi, yeah, whatever the fuck it is. But here's the thing I need advice on. Has anybody in San Diego, Dave, I should ask Josh. I bet he has. We're taking Jack and Cade's mom to an escape room. For her birthday. Yeah, my wife's done it. Yeah, but there's like 25 of them around town, and I just didn't know like, if anybody had a cool one that would that would be cool for 13-year-old kids, right? Because yeah. I don't want to lay out 125 bucks and then have it be Dungeons and Dragons. Hear ye, hear ye, and you're, fuck. <laughs> okay. Why, why don't you look it up? Why don't you figure out? What- I know. Well, they all say, hey, this is great. It's great for friends. It's great for families. It's a so great night So it's just out. the four of you trying to get out. It's just the four of us doing it. Okay. But it, it's just. Do you um, have any fear that you are not going to get out? Oh, with those three? 100%. Fuck, I'll be there for a week. Because they, they infight so much. 
that'll be a complete gong show within yeah. seven minutes. Oh, yeah, no doubt in my mind. No way we beat that thing. Because as much of a cool-headed uh, guy who thinks things out yeah. as I am, there's strength in numbers. Three dummies against me. I don't like my chances, but it'll still be fun. Oh my Until gosh. nobody talks to each other on the drive yeah. home. You're so stupid. How do you not know? I told you it was 813. You did not. You said it was 138. Fuck. We could have got it. I don't know. They watch NCIS. Maybe they'll figure that Did shit out. Did I watch out. NCIS? I wouldn't get the fuck out of there. No. I'm Who? telling you right now. I'm too impatient. I would never get it. Let's do an escape room. Who are we going with? Who are the guys? It's you, me. We got two other guys we can bring. We, we need guys. And listen, before you just blurt out names. I'm trying to think. Remember, what? we need guys that can actually figure shit out. Which uh, eliminates Woods and Costa immediately. Because you and I have oh, the yeah. dumb guy. Dude. Dude, all of us are so, the four of us are so impatient, we're never getting out. It would be kind of fun. We'd end up throwing an old phone at Mike Costa's forehead. We'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> we just fucking yeah. hold him down. Dude, like how, how many times is the, the basically someone saying, shut the fuck up? Well, that's before we even get that's, going. <laughs> that's on the drive in. Who in our audience? I'm taking Brian Curry. Oh, yeah. And Dan. Dan's a numbers guy. Dan is a numbers guy. Brian, though, is a military guy. He knows how to get the fuck out of things. You think that fucking guy, you think either one of those two guys are so bored? Flugs and Taylor would go with us. Yeah, they'd go, but Taylor would be drunk. That'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Curry and Dan would, fuck. Yeah, let's not race those guys, right? Like, we, put, we could put Taylor on their team. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, I like that. Shit, with Curry and Dan, we'd be out in 15 minutes. We'd be out. Or we can have... Yay! We just had Vera just as that, that push Hello? to get the fuck out. I can't take it anymore. Get me out of here. <laughs> Hello? Hi, Dave and Jeff. Remember that? Fuck. Jeff, can I get another picture? Oh, yeah. You'll get one on your phone later, baby. <laughs> What's the matter with you? What's the matter with me? I like how you always say something completely wrong. What's the matter with you? <laughs> All right, let me throw this at you. All right, let okay. me hear this. All right, this was on. I Tim- like this game. Okay, well, this is different. This isn't. This isn't someone complaining. I, I saw this on TV last night. I found it fascinating. Though. Okay, this is from Jimmy Kimmel show. According to U.S. News and World Report, the United States is the sixth best country in the world. Sixth. Six. Behind who? Well, that's your guess. Who are they going to say are ahead of us? By the way, we moved up from. We were seven last year. Hmm. Uh. Did they say Japan? Japan's number two. Japan's number two. Interesting. Uh, oh. Uh, England? No. Really? Nope. All right. Uh, Canada? One Number one. Really? Yep. Pretty fucking nice up there. I it's will, pretty I, funny that this is U.S. News and World Report. U.S. News put a six. Put a six. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I have limited knowledge, so no, I'll no, say... No, no, it's all major countries. It's nothing yeah. that's crazy. I'll put uh, Spain? No. France? No. China? No. Hmm. Australia? Yes, five. Okay. So Australia... two left. Oh, that's good. Okay. Who else am I going with? I don't know. Probably be something... Oh, Sweden? Switzerland is four. 
Switzerland's four, okay. but not Sweden. No, no. Well, how the fuck does Swedes get fucked on that? I don't know. Who's okay, well, hold one? on. Well, you think cars. Oh, Germany. Germany's three. Wow. How about that? Okay, and, and as Jimmy Kimmel pointed out, which was kind of funny, he goes, uh, "Let's not forget." Uh, this is the same year we were number six, but we did have an insurrection on, on our yeah. capital this year. So, hey, not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> I just would say, as much as I love Canada, yeah, and it's, I thought you would get Canada for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Boy, I have to say, though, the coolest country where I've ever been for people top to bottom, like checking all the boxes, was actually Portugal. Oh, fuck. I love Portugal. Really? Portugal was unbelievable. Now, again, it's been a long time since I've been there. And it's not like I read the uh, Portuguese Union Tribune. <laughs> so I know what the fuck's going on, right? Somebody will call me. Uh, you know, they lead the world in pickpocketing. I want you do some homework before you just blurt that shit out. Um, I have no idea. But I just... I loved, I mean, I lived in, in London for a long, long time, so England's very special to me. They they treated me great. But, I, I mean, Dave, I can't speak of, there's so many different provinces yeah. in Canada, right? I've never been to Manitoba. I've never been to Prince Edward Island. I've never been to Saskatchewan. Shit, I've never been to British Columbia. So what the fuck do I know? I've been to Montreal, and I've been to Toronto. And a couple years ago, way long time, I was in Thunder Bay. Have you ever been to Vancouver? Nope. I've always heard Vancouver was great. Um, I, I've got buddies that have been to Vancouver and have been to Edmonton and loved it. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I can't speak like I know anything. I, just I swear been, to God, dude, if it wasn't for sports, I couldn't find anything on a map. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Seriously. I mean, yeah. I, it's literally how I learned, I think, the United States is by yeah. just sports teams. Like, I'll be honest, when I lived in Tennessee... I completely thought San Diego is where San Francisco is, and San Francisco is where San Diego is. How fucking old are you? This is two weeks ago. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I have a video of my son, and I, I was thinking about this the other day. So when my son was like two or three, and every parent, right? We all had these kids, and not like Jack saying anything special, but he had this uh, wooden puzzle that was all 50 states, right? Yeah. I, I guarantee it. Every parent listening is like, oh, yeah, we had that thing. And I'll ask all of you this. When your kid was about three, yeah, couldn't he put that thing together like one of those little fucking weirdos doing the Rubik's yeah. Cube on YouTube? And you're like, my God, here he is. Here he is, a genius. And now that he's 14, I don't think he could do fucking... Can't find his left shoe. Fuck no. Can't find a Kleenex. Uh... That fucking guy, if he got nine states right today, I'd be thrilled for him. <laughs> I mean, he could tell you the history of the Intercontinental Championship, him and Jimmy Betancourt. Oh, my God. But I don't know that he could do it again. You know what? When I lived in uh, when I lived in Nashville, because, fuck, we're watching the news all the time to see if it was snowing. I mean, we lived yeah, in Minnesota. Sure. You're looking to see for snow, too. Always. But one thing about the state of Tennessee, it's like in the middle of, of touches like nine states. Yeah. So you you knew that area really well. Like I never knew like New Hampshire and shit like that. Like that was right. the one area you get lost on. But you, you kind of learned a lot, I think, as a kid watching the weather, yeah. watching the news with your parents, at least in my house we did. Yeah. But I remember in uh, when, when I came back to high school in Los Angeles and I started in 10th grade, mm -hmm. my 12th grade year to graduate high school, you needed U.S. history. 
Oh, boy. With all the ninth graders. So here I am, 18, with all these 14-year-olds, okay? Yeah. And the only thing we had- a bunch of numbers? (laughs) It's funny you say that. I did. When I looked at my yearbook, it was all these 14-year-olds. I didn't ask for them. They just all wrote them in. Yeah, of course. Um, Because you were the cool guy. That's that's funny as shit. Let me hear this. So, (laughs) So- all we had to do, though, was he gave us a blank piece of paper, and yeah. it, was, it was a map. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was a ma- blank map, and it would say north of New Hampshire, and you would have to <laughs> fucking write it. You had to know all 50 where they <laughs> were. And you know what? Obviously, you you, you nail it because that's all you're studying in that goddamn class. Yeah. But it was it was pretty smart. It was one of those things that you could actually use, I thought, yeah. in school. It, was, it wasn't It was a bunch of, you know, this date. It was, yeah. hey, do you know where the fuck you are? Do you know you know the guy who taught all that? And I I can remember this one, Dave. Married Jerry Lucas, the old NBA yeah, guy. That's right. So our teacher, there's always one teacher in the elementary school who really thinks they're going to make a difference, and then the other one's just waiting for lunch so they can smoke weed in their van. <laughs> but we had one teacher, and I think this was in Minneapolis. I think it was young enough, and they love showing the Jerry Lucas. Uh, memory tricks. And it's the only one I can remember because I thought, that's so fucking stupid. I was like nine years old. But Jerry had uh, hired an artist to make like little cartoon drawings of all the different states representing the states and the capitals. And it was a big fucking drawing of like a canoe smiling with a saw, sawing a rock. And it was Ark can saw little rock. Oh. I just remember thinking at about age nine, what the fuck? <laughs> That's what you came up with, Jerry? Jerry. We're all supposed to believe our fucking canoe is out here and he's not even fucking. He's a fucking canoe made out of wood. Why isn't he fucking sawing little pieces of wood in case he springs a leak? How stupid is this fucking boat that he saw on a rock? And Jerry, you're sitting there with that painted on smile. You're lucky I don't knock it off your face. Aren't the two best names when you want to question somebody? Jerry and Gene. Yeah. Yeah. Really, Gene? Come on, Gene. (laughs) Gino. Fuck Gino. Come on, Gino. (laughs) Fuck, I'm listening to this. It's no longer the conversation you're having in your head, buddy. Oh, my I God. I can hear you. I can, I can hear you. You're talking out loud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. What about Dean? Oh, yeah. What the fucking Dean? I didn't go to school with anybody named Dean, did you? Uh, no, just fucking goof that lived in this town. I hate people that spell Dino, D-E-A-N-O. Don't you, didn't you guys ever watch fucking AWA wrestling with Dino Bravo? <laughs> D-I-N-O. Dean Martin was D-I-N-O. Everybody, it was Dino. Even the goddamn dinosaur in the Flintstones was D-I-N-O. Yeah. Fucking guys. <laughs> fucking guys. See what we got to put up with in exactly. this fucking town. I've been saying it for years. Jesus Christ. Fuck. All right, look, if you're in the market to sell your house, you're looking to buy a house, Brian Curry's your guy. Look, he has time to get us out of that escape room and also find the yes. perfect neighborhood for you. Brian Curry's the guy. What are you waiting for? Like, why waste your time with anyone else? We're talking about big time money here, big time dollars. 
on the purchase you're either looking to make or the purchase that you've already made that you're looking to get rid of. Go with the guy that's going to get you top dollar. Again, Brian Curry's number, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Kids and I with the dog last night in Coronado, and you go, I'm sorry, man. East Lake's great. Encinitas is great. There's so many different things. You see Pete? If you, I didn't see Pete, but I was there after 8 o'clock, so he was probably uh, back at the barn feeding his horses. But I know uh, if you love East County like John Conniff does, Poway's great. But, dude, I'm telling you, like there's a reason why they call it the Crown City, right? Save it, La Jolla. You're a pain in the ass trying to get down prospect. B.S. Bullshit. Overrated. But to me, you go to Coronado and you go, this is great. So for a lot of you, if you think the same thing, you go, you know what? I've absolutely loved my time in City Heights, but now I'm ready to live in Coronado. Shit, man, there's one guy that can help it ha- uh, make it happen. That's our pal Brian Curry. Absolutely. Look, Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor standing by. Look, it has been cold the last couple of days. Cold oh. San Diego standards, but not anywhere else. Look, this weekend is going to get warm. It's going to be warm again next week as well. You're going to wish you had that pool. You might as well call Alan Taylor and get on his calendar so he can get that pool ready for you so you can enjoy it when it's extremely hot outside. Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452. Turn your backyard into a staycation, 619-449-4452. Dave, you know what I was thinking? I was looking at your own backyard, and I think I'm going to put a GoFundMe account together. That's a great idea. Yeah, we're going to get a pool built. And you know what we're going to get built in your backyard? We're going to get one of those beautiful infinity pools. And then when you start running your fucking mouth and get annoying as shit, me, Drunk Flannery, and fucking Miserable Padre fan are all going to come down here, and we're going to kick your fucking lousy ass right over the edge. You're just going to go right down the fucking drain like a dead goldfish. Can't wait. That's coming to Eastlake. Where else? Let's think about areas in San Diego. Dave, I'm going to give you a couple of cities, and you tell me if they're infinity. Remember uh, in Seinfeld when she said, are they sponge-worthy? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. We got to know if, if these cities are infinity pool-worthy, because those that's pretty good living, right? Yes, that's like, really You cool. mentioned Shannon Doherty the other night. You want Shannon Doherty in the backyard, you're probably going to have to get an infinity pool. So we'll, we'll start in the North County. Carlsbad? Yes. Absolutely, right? Yes. Uh, what about Ramona? Uh, I'll say yes. How's that? I'm not sure on that. I'm not sure. I've had fun out there. Julian? No. No. Fuck no. It's going to freeze. <laughs> we don't need an infinity ice rink up there. Uh, just a couple of more. Uh, Cardiff? Yes. Absolutely, right? Del Mar? Yes. Spring Valley? No. no. All right. Well... <laughs> That was a fun game. We hope you all enjoyed it. Play at home, friends and family. But if you want that infinity pool, like the one we're going to get for Dave, and we're just going to kick him right over the fucking edge like all the betas that I accidentally killed while my five-year-old kid stood there and said, what happened to the fish? Yeah, he's gone. Dad didn't catch him with the net. Oh, no. He's Where is he now? Oh, he's swimming in that big sewer down below. Lucky him. He got promoted. That's what you're going to be, Dave. That's how you tell the kids. Look Fuck. at you. Fuck. I could do a lot of things. One of the main things I cannot do out of 50,000 things I can't do is manage a beta's life correctly. <laughs> Goddamn. May they all rest in peace. Oh, my gosh.
All right, so you're going for the infinity pool for my house, you're saying? Yeah, we're going to put one in, and when you get sick of it. I'm trying to think of my, in my backyard, it'd have to be like an L. It's not very very deep, that backyard. Your Dodgers should get ready to that big fucking L this weekend, buddy. It's coming. Blake Snell's got a chip on his shoulder. Okay, well, good. Angry Blake. After 50 pitches. We'll see how it goes. Son of a bitch. So it's Blake against Bauer, right, on Sunday? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking. And nuts. I won't see a pitch. I'll be at the Angel game. That's 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 cool. I'm glad you're going. See? Oh, I didn't. Uh, yeah. I I well, we'll do. Uh, I'll tell you these other two guys, and then uh, I'll circle back to the big. Okay. Guy. All right. Uh, at the same time, we want to mention Kyle Fluger. Kyle Fluger is the guy that can get you the brand new website you've been looking for. What are you waiting for? We all know how important a website is. It's like I buy something off a website yep. almost every single day. 619-500-6621. Do it right the first time. 619-500-6621. Well, Dave, I would just say this. Think about websites that have let you down, and then think about how quickly do you go back to them. Do you give that website a second chance? Is there any way at all you give it a third chance? And if the question is no, maybe a second, no way I'm coming back a third, then it's time for you to ask what people are thinking as they look at your website. Are they looking at your website and saying, man, this is exactly what I needed. I got everything done and I'm able to go on with my day. Or if they walk away from the experience frustrated, man, you're doing it wrong. But the way to do it right is give Kyle a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. All right, Dan Williams. Look, he does this thing, as we said, every Tuesday. You want to pay attention to it. It's Borrow Smart two-minute Tuesdays. You can watch the videos on YouTube. But he did something yesterday that I thought was great. He brought up the exact question you brought up on the show a couple nights ago. I I really highly encourage you to take a look at it. Um, People that if you're thinking about credit cards or uh, finding ways – Because like I said, Dave, the credit card can work for you. If you do it smart and you don't go crazy and start buying uh, white tigers like fucking Mike Tyson, then then you can. I mean, I was saying tonight, I was telling a friend of mine, I really don't use my ATM card. I use my credit cards during the week and then I pay off the bill on Friday. So how much cash do you keep in your wallet? Oh, fuck during the course of the week, it'll range anywhere from zero to eight dollars. How often do you like reach for cash? Like I never reach never. for cash. Never, right? Never. I literally have a. Uh, this is all I have. I have a yeah. fifty dollar bill in my wallet that yeah. I've had in there since early November. Yeah, hang on. There's, I mean, never have. Do I reach into my wallet for cash anymore? Yeah, I don't think I have. Oh, what do I got? I got a ten dollar bill. Yeah. Look at that. And it will probably be there when I ask you in two months. What do you got yeah. in your wallet? That same ten dollar bill. Yeah. Got a $10 bill, and then I, I got these two things, and I'll tell you what these are in a second, too, because it's kind of fun. Um, I don't. I heard Howard Stern say yesterday, Robin asked him, have you ever in your life had an ATM card? And he said no. Really? So he's never had an ATM card. But Why? What was his reason that he never spends money? Yeah. he. Just, I mean, he probably does what we all do and just uses a credit card and then just pays it off, right? Yes. I used to use a debit card all the time. Yeah. But then what was happening to me, I would get, basically, people would steal my numbers in a gas station. It happened to me over and over again. Dude, I'm telling you, it's it's my biggest fear. And if they drain, clean out your bank account, you're not coming back. So at least I have protection. But I was frustrated with a couple of the cards that I have. And I I want the cards to work for me. But I wasn't sure uh, the best way to go about it. And so we had mentioned it. And then Dan did that great thing. And I can tell you... Uh, using what Dan said, I was able to get a better credit card that will work for me. And this was the wildest thing. 
boy, I and and this is not any particular endorsement of any particular company, but I paid attention to what Dan said. I I just cannot believe that I should pay an annual fee to use a credit card. No, that's ridiculous. So I was looking for a particular card that didn't have a fee, and I found one. So I applied, and I was lucky enough to get approved. And I went to see my kids last night, and when I got over there, I just happened. They were putting shoes on, doing different shit. I checked my email. Goddamn, Dave, I had seven different emails from credit protection agencies just making sure that I had indeed opened up that credit card. So I took the 10 minutes, acknowledged each one of them. Yes, I did. Yes, I did, because I sure appreciate it if they're trying to protect me. Uh, then take two minutes and, and acknowledge it on their system. But, man, I figure out whichever one. There's a handful of them out there. I get them through my credit card. I get it. I'm protected by my job. Yeah. It's part of my insurance. I think uh, my ex and I pay for one that we've had for like 15 years, but that was pretty good. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I got that. Two quick things. Well, hold on real quick. I'll give Dan's oh. number. And give oh, his yeah, number out. please. Dan, again, can help you uh, get out of debt. He can also help you get out of the rental market, purchase your first home, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Like I said, for me, it's the ability to to establish my credit, maintain my credit, so that as we talked about earlier, buying a car and then at some point this year, you hope to get back into the housing market. So making sure on the small scale that the credit cards work for you, but then ultimately when buying a car and then going up to the biggest purchase... But you're right over there. It's a goddamn mosquito. What is that? That's it's, a, a mosquito. it's not a mosquito. That's it's not a, a giant, bat. It's a giant flying spider or whatever the fuck that was. Well, that was I, not a mosquito. Well, I hope it bites you. Um, Son of a bitch. Making your credit work for you and Dan can help you do that. <laughs> Dan's the best. He is the best. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going okay. April 14th. Anthony Michael Hall. Really fucking good, right? Like yeah. When you look back at him, we yeah. probably thought he was a dork in the day. Yeah, he's aged when, not good. But when you go back and see him in uh, goddamn Weird Science or Breakfast Club, yeah. he's so goddamn 16 funny. 16 Candles. 16 Candles. He was great. Um, I am going to say, boy, that I got to think about where he's at. I'm going to say he's 55. 53. 53. Um. Ten million. Eight million dollars. Pretty close. Good for him. You can live well off of eight million. Fuck. I'd like to try. Yeah. All right. Here we go. This guy right here, I can't understand. He doesn't seem like he's in anything anymore, but he won, I think, believe, an Academy Award. Adrian Brody. He did. 57. Adrian Brody is 48. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Fuck, he's a kid. <laughs> he's a kid. Uh, 30 million. Only $10 million. I guess he's not doing a lot of things. Foxy, he's not getting an infinity pool. Neither no. one of these guys. <laughs> Here we go. Sarah Michelle Geller. Married to Freddie Prince. That's right. Uh, 45. 44. I think she made a little money off of Buffy. I'm going to say uh, 18 million. And everything. $30 million. No kidding. Good yep. for her. She right. seems cool. She does. All right. Here we go. Last one. Baker Mayfield. Oh, shit. Now, don't get confused that he's an NFL quarterback. Remember, they haven't given him the big contract. Yeah, but did he get a signing? I'll he has say all he's those endorsements. 26. No, exactly. Thomas- he is 26. Okay, and then I'm going to say uh, 12 million. Exactly right on both. All right. I like Baker Mayfield. Do you? Yeah. I do. I, I, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm not so sure. I'm a really good fucking team. Yeah. I'm not so sure. I, I'm not exactly. I, like I don't know where I stand on him. 
ribs coward all the time. Oh, they hate each other. Dude, it's, I'll tell you what, great. the Raiders a couple of years ago would take Baker Mayfield over Jamarcus. Oh, my God, dude. Right? Fucking, yeah, of course. If you're the Chargers, you would have taken him over Leaf. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, here we go. Five random questions, all right? Some of okay. these I, I like. All right. What celebrity do you currently have a crush on? Oh, Dude, so I'm very, I'm very lucky that I have a bunch of female friends that I'm incredibly close yeah. with, right? And they check in after the last couple of years with everything that happened. They always check in. So every now and then I could just fucking get them all wired. So I did this to four of them yesterday. Did you? And they got, they called me all kinds of foul names. So I'm going to use this one. So I sent out to four different friends of mine that are in different parts of the world. Man, I am so fucking sick of Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, I told you, my theory, bad in the sack. And they write back, oh my God, I've been so busy at work. What did she do? <laughs> Stupid. So I wrote to all of them. I go, look, I just said to her, we're on a break for a little bit. I wasn't rude about it. I was polite. And now all of a sudden, here she is on Instagram all day with these fucking bikini photos trying to get me upset, and it's not going to work. And they're all like, shut the fuck up. It's so great. I'm dying. I'm like, hey, I thought you were on my side. Good to see where you stand, right? <laughs> so because of the humor that uh, she brought, I'll, I'll, say, uh, I'll say Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. i tell you what, fucking Elizabeth Hurley. J-Lo and yeah. Halle Berry, yeah. they fucking bring it to Instagram. Okay. <laughs> God damn. All right, I'll throw another one at you, another bat in the sack, in my opinion. Christy Brinkley. Oh, but, well. Right? She's been married so many times that I'm thinking yeah. if she was that good, no one would let her go. Molly Ringwald? <sighs> no. No, I'm saying is she part of that club? No. No, I'm saying the bad club. Hey, who gives a fuck? I'm not going to find out. She's the treasurer. She is, she is not. Have you ever yeah. been with the ginger? Yeah. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you find it. Yeah, I'm not good. Okay. I'm feeling what you're about to say. <laughs> I think I'll, I didn't say anything. Oh, uh, who's the guy that was the owner of the Patriots before um, Robert Kraft? Another Razor guy, right? Vic Victor Kayyem, wasn't yes! it? Yes. She's a lovely lady, and my apologies to her. Remember he said something, he ran his mouth like an old fucking flat ass that he was? Then he had that completely fake apology? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be me. My, she's a lovely lady, and my apologies to her. Didn't he used to always say, I loved it so much, I bought the company? Yes. Yeah, that was his line. Fuck. Fuck. Fucking uh, oh, you know what? Hang on. Okay, you got another girl? That you have a celebrity crush on? No, but your question about a ginger, I I want to... Uh, remember when we worked at KFMB and I did Taboo Number 1, The Caller, and everybody got mad at me that I was hanging out with The Caller? Oh, yeah. She was fucking great. Okay. She was great. And a ginger. Yeah. She was fucking great. So, yeah, I did, and it was an absolute blast. I would like that as my final answer. <laughs> She put up with me when I was completely out of my fucking head. So, yeah, she's great. Oh, my God. All That's right. Julie Brownman's favorite story, too. Is it really? Yes. I'm right. asked about that often. But, yeah, she was dynamite. All right. I was thinking about this the other day. My, my okay. son asked me, he goes, where did you read this one? I go, I didn't. I was just thinking about it. Okay. 
Who is the one person that you feel is most responsible for being the person you are today? Oh, oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that a lot. Who is, uh, it's got to be my mom. That's funny. I said my mother too. Yeah, my mom was. <laughs> and a I don't single even know if that's mom. a compliment, but no, <laughs> I yeah. said my mother too. No, my mom was a single mom, and the thing that she did that was so cool. I mean, you think about it, right? And for any of you that are moms all together, a buddy of mine, man, his mother had a heart attack today, and my, you know, we're checking in, and she's doing good. She's she's doing good, and and she's alert, and they uh, have taken steps to get her back on the road to recovery. But like I said to him, he's a dad, Dave, you're a dad, I'm a dad. Being a dad's the coolest. We always know that moms are number one. Yeah. And the the things that I did when I was a kid, uh, as my mom raised three kids by herself, she would find ways once or twice a year to either get me and my brother to a North Stars game, we would get to a Gopher game, we would get to a Twins game, uh, all those kind of things, and it was great, man. She she absolutely. I don't. I seriously don't know a time when my mom did not put her kids first. And I mean, and you go, oh well, that's every month. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, she absolutely did it. No, she's the one, hundred percent. Yeah, that's the same thing for me. It's funny when I brought this question up, I said it to said it to Josh, and then yeah. my wife was there in the room when I said it, and he said, "Unfortunately, it's probably you." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I do agree with that." Yeah, Josh is so much like my wife is why I think him and I have, have a great relationship. We get along. Like I yeah. chose her. Yeah, but he's nice like her. You know he's what I mean? Great. But um, at, at the same time, it made me laugh that he's unfortunately I'd have yeah. to see you. Well, that's what a lot of people would say. Okay, here we go. What is your current goal at this moment? My current goal is uh, to be able to travel again. To uh, listen, man, somebody incredibly close to me is a long way away, and you like you just feel like that sand's ticking through the hourglass, right? And you go, "Fuck, we gotta we gotta get this thing rolling." That's absolutely my immediate goal. I get. 125 fucking hours worth of vacation time. I can't do shit with it. I thought you were going to say to buy a house is what I thought you were going to say. Ah, fuck that. <clears throat> buy a fucking van, live in that shit. I, I get back on an airplane, man. I, I just, those kind of things. Yeah. What's your immediate goal? Um, that's funny you say that. I didn't think you would ask me. I thought you were going to ask me my celebrity crush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's that? You, here's the the craziest that one too i'm the, sorry the craziest thing is i've been watching in the morning i watch uh george lopez reruns you ever watch a george lopez show <laughs> yeah which by the way is a really well-written show i was like it's makes it's He's a funny great. show constance marie his is wife his is so wife? Smo- oh, smoking Dave, hot that's on that a show good call and she's she's i don't know what the fuck she looks like now because the show was like taped in 2006 but god dang i'm sure she looks great dude she looks like she could be lisa Ann's sister though I mean, it's kind of crazy how, how similar they are. But yeah, Constance Marie, dude, for some reason, I'm like, every time I look at her, I'm like, this chick's pretty smoking hot. You know what? That's a great call, too, because she wouldn't make her way around. Like, every now and then, right? She'd be on one of those shows, and she yeah. seemed like she was incredibly cool. I like that. All right. Um, I don't know what my current goal is. It's funny you say that. I don't think I have one. You know, it's kind of kind of weird. I don't. Um, really? <sighs> Shit, I don't know, man. God dang, this baseball season for high school has gone so so upside yeah. down. It has literally been the hardest thing that I've had to had to do in a long time. We won today, but it was like 
Dude, it felt like we won the World Series. Who'd you beat today? Coronado. Was Pete there? No, uh, no. Pete and Billy. Billy coaches Point Loma. Well, he lives but in no, Point no. Loma. But the game was at here in town. It was oh. in Benita Vista. Oh, okay. Last time we played, uh, <laughs> catch what you're saying. I missed the joke. Um, but uh, yeah, no. It's, I'm trying to think right now. I don't know. I don't have one set goal. It's funny. I think if you asked me any time in my life, I would have told you I had a goal of what I wanted to do. Yeah. But no, there's nothing. I have nothing that, in particular, that I want to do. Yeah, I. Uh... I think about that till for next show, but honestly, God, there's nothing in my head. Um, I'm, ex- I'm completely content right now. Like, there's nothing I want to buy. There's nothing, nothing I need. I don't need I, anything. I'll tell you this, and we were talking about it earlier. Uh, hanging out with my sons last night and kind of looking ahead to things that we would like to do this year. And one of the things I said to him was getting back. Uh, we had mentioned this Monday night, going back to to ball games. And I almost pulled the trigger today on a couple of tickets for a Lake Ellison or Storm game. Dave, we would be the three seats front row behind home plate. So fun. We've sat there before. It's like 25 a ticket. So at the end of the day, you're out like 90 bucks, right? But it's insane. You are front yeah. row behind home plate. The only reason I didn't do it is because I don't know how many of you paid attention or you may have seen this note as a Padre fan. I don't know what caused this. I know it wasn't the decision of the storm, but the storm have gone from high A to low A. And and that's a big difference. And when they were the high A team, you would see a lot of the youngest guys come through and play there. But for whatever reason, the Cal League has now been deemed low A. And I think it's uh, Fort Wayne is the high A team. And I just said, you know what? I'm not going to put out 90 bucks for tickets when I don't even know who's on the fucking team. I can buy tickets the day of the game if we know uh remember we're just talking about i looked at my facebook memories dave uh i think it was three years ago today we were up there and we saw patino pitch yeah so i was saying you know you were saying who'd you see pitch there man we saw lucchese we saw lauer we saw paddock we saw patino um we saw mackenzie gore like a lot of dudes that have made it to the big so it was fun so then I started thinking, and I go, well, fuck, let me take a look and see what else I can find. Well, Padre tickets this weekend are crazy, as you can imagine. But I'm incredibly excited. Sunday, my sons and I are going to the Big A. Cool. And I got tickets. Uh, we're going to see the Angels and the Twins. Yeah. And I got a really good – I mean, we're up high, but we don't give a shit. It's like 30 a ticket. I'm in for under 100 bucks. Yeah. So uh, we're excited because we love – we love old school, going to a ball game. Dave, you know it. Get a hot dog, get a Coke, get a malt cup, and just hang out. And we're hoping to see Trout and Otani and, and whoever else, Poolholtz and Rendon. Rendon. Yeah, of course. Fletcher. Yeah. yeah they got, the Angels have a good lineup. They do, and the Twins are playing good ball. Yeah, but, great ball. But for me, um, I want my kids to be into Angel baseball as much as they're into Padre baseball. Two fun teams. Nothing wrong with watching both of them, and we've had a great time when we've been up there. So, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to do that on Sunday. How about CC Sabathia saying the other day that Otani's the best player he's ever seen in his life? Dave, when, I mean, he's throwing 100. Yeah. And he, shit, did you see? I, I mean, saw that, it last Sunday night. It was insane. That home run? Well, yeah. I mean, he in the same inning, he threw over 100 and yeah. hit a ball out more than 100 miles an hour. Yeah. It was, uh, it was incredible. He and. Just want him to stay healthy. Right. He's always, always hurt. Right, and uh, pretty special. So yeah. yeah, to see Trout and and yeah, it's fun for me to to see the Twins. But 
but we're up there just hanging to watch Angel Baseball, so we'll do that on okay. Sunday. That's cool. All right, two more for you. Okay. If money wasn't an object, where would you live? Uh, if money was not an object, I would absolutely live in Coronado. Would you? I would take Coronado over any place because there are so many different little spots down there. Yeah, 100%. Love it. I think I'd pick somewhere on the on the, on the the water. You know what I mean? Like Malibu or somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, you're, I mean, right there, you, you park on, I mean, as you're coming south. I mean, where like you open up your glass door and the sand's right well, on your feet. Yeah, those, I mean, those condos that we talk about just south of the Dell, I mean, I think you could, I think if you walk out your door, right, you, that wouldn't be bad yeah. living day. No, you could not. be up there about the 15th floor. Looking out at everything, and then the same thing. You could walk out, you know, take the elevator down, even though you hate it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we don't have any typhoons coming here. We're all right. <laughs> hey, how about this? Along those yeah. lines, how about that shit that the OB Pier may be done? No, Did I you didn't hear see that? that. Nope. Fuck, there's talk that they may not bring the OB Pier back because it's been hit by weather. Man, I hope that's not the case. Fuck, it's such a cool little part. OB is cool. OB's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass to park, it for is. sure. But once you get parked and well, you kind of cruise around. Yeah, it's it, it, dude, it's a pain in the ass to park. It yeah. is. But it's a pain in the ass anywhere in by the water. That's what we're saying. La Jolla, PB, any of that, dude. Yeah. Encinitas and Cardiff aren't any easier. No, you're, Del Mar- right. you're absolutely right. Del Mar sucks. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm going to a party up in uh, Orange County on Saturday, and it's right on the water. And I'm like, all right, we got to take the smaller car because yeah. – we got to try and find, fucking try and somewhere to park. Yeah, good luck. All right, here we go. Last question of the night for you. All right. How many games this weekend do the Padres win over the Dodgers? Oh. Uh, hmm. I'm going to take two. Really? Yeah. Which I'm gonna two t- do you like? I'm going to take Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So uh, you like Darvish over Kershaw, and you like Snell over Bauer. Yeah. But I think... Both games are close. I think they they come down late, but I'm going to take two out of the three. I think Friday is really good. Bueller against um, Weathers. Weathers. I like that, but I, I'm going to go two out of three. But right, I'm, I, but I'm going I, one out of three. Yeah, of course you are. I'm saying they win Saturday. Uh, I I think they beat Bauer. If uh, to me the one that I think is I think they beat Bauer. See, I think that what's cool about that is that. It will set the tone for the rest of the year. See, because the crowd, I think, is going to be in it against Bauer, and Bauer is going to fucking feed into it. Yeah, he's going to like do the bring it on. Yeah, I think that'll be great too. But I think Snell's going to be amped up too. I mean, that whole thing is going to be really, really great. Yeah, and off you go. So yeah, I I'll say two out of three, but I'm not going to say Dave that they're five win victory or uh, five run victories. Oh no no no! I think all those games are going to be close. Yeah, they're going to be great. All right. I don't know. Do you think Tatis comes back, or you think that's just that he comes off the injured list and he does not come back? What's your I, feeling? No, I think he's in, and I think especially right now they need a little bit of a charge. Who I'd like to see back is Nola, right? Yeah. To to take a little bit, uh, give Caratini a little bit breathing room because Nola has that reputation as being able to work with the staff very very well too. And I think it would be a huge relief for for all five guys starting. But um, be an interesting couple of weeks, right? Because if you can get Tatis back, if you can get Nola back, if you can get Lamette back, all of a sudden, I mean, 
I know what Coach and Ella were saying tonight, and, and in fairness to both guys, they weren't using it as an excuse. They were just saying it's a little different team with Myers out of the lineup for two days and Tatis out of the lineup. Again, in fairness, in fairness to Chris and John. That's a guy Pirates. That was the next point that they made. That was exactly the next point. But but if you are getting your key guys back, yeah. they're they're big guys. So it'd be nice to get them back and get them in the lineup and uh, and see what you can do. Mano a mano. It'll be cool. All right, we'll be back on Monday. We'll talk about the series then. Have a good weekend, everybody. So 